Yeah, I feel like between you and K-Bad, you guys pretty much have the niche alcohols covered where we're always going to have some good shit on hand. Well, I, I don't want to go niche because it's a Super Bowl party. You can't mess it up. You've got to bring light beer. Oh, you're going to hit the classics? Well, you got to bring some classics. Like a case of uh, yeah. Miller Light for a Super Bowl party will never be turned down. And you That's also true. need the volume, too. It's only like That's three true. beers per person. Yeah, I guess... When I'm watching Super Bowl, I want first half just kind of getting my feet wet. You know, maybe we should walk this all the way back and just kind of talk about the eating and drinking experience as a whole. I feel like this sure. is an entire segment of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, welcome to a Midwest podcast, Superb Owl Weekend. Uh, it's kind of an English Premier League type because we've got just two going head to head here on an early Saturday morning. But my name is Toilet, and I'm excited <laughs> to be here with. My BFF, Luke. Hi, my name is Luke, and I'm excited to be here with my BFF toilet. Zach could not join us today. He is getting emergency penis reduction surgery. The doctors <laughs> saw it, and they said, this is too big to exist. If my wife finds out they can be this big, she's going to leave me. <laughs> he uh, he just got so inflated after the Rams won that game, and he got them at 14-1. to 1. He's He's just... He's just primed to cash out. He had that really nice Raiders, uh, Raiders, Chargers kneel off that almost hit. He's been just like on cloud nine, big dick energy in 2022. So someone need to kind of bring him back to earth. Absolutely. I think he just went into, you know, with with like a stomach ache and the doctors discovered it and said that we can no longer allow this to continue. <laughs> this, this is potentially bad for our society if people find out about all of this BDE that's happening in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Speaking of BDE, uh, there's nothing like American football. Four and that's a half why Aaron Rodgers is moving there, so all the biggest dicks in the country can be in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if he just got a haircut, I feel like I'd like him 10% more. It's just like the greasy, long, dirty homeless hillbilly look that he's got going right now is just very off-putting you see that like gross ass tan suit that he wore to like whatever award sh like the mvp awards yeah like it was it supposed to be like this is the color gold jacket i'm gonna be putting on again in five years when i get inducted after after ben roethlisberger and uh tom brady because they both have more super bowls than him is he he's not retiring is he well that hasn't been announced yet but i feel like I feel like he he just can't now. Like they're like he won't even get his own weekend then. No, because it's just going to be like a million Steelers fans and like like the four hundred most angry drunkest Boston fans, and then no one will be there for Aaron Rodgers because no one he cares. One guy from Tampa in a boat on a lake, <laughs> very confused about what he's supposed to do because he's in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's definitely going somewhere else, but you know, I, I I'm not. I'm not glued to it like I was glued to the Brett Favre uh, where is he going to land situation. You know, I'm just, you know, I know that that piece of shit is going to land somewhere and hopefully have another team to root against. That would huh? be hopefully Minnesota. I would root oh, for that. That would be so funny. That would be. God, picturing him in purple like you can't. Just, that's the thing. Like you can't just like take a guy and like picture him in a jersey. Like I cannot picture him in 
especially the Minnesota Vikings jersey. Like that's so that's that's what happened with Brett Favre though. Everybody was like, there's no way that Brett Favre could ever be on the jets. Well, spoiler alert, he can do it. (laughs) He went to the, well, I'm just mean like color scheme wise. Like, so for him to go from green Bay to the jets made sense. You got the green white, like it kind of looks a little similar. You know what I mean? Like if you kind of squint from far away, so, like, that's why in the back of my head, I'm kind of afraid of Aaron Rodgers going to the Steelers because, like, the Steelers away jerseys and the Packers away jerseys are pretty similar jerseys. Yeah. So, you know, the arm sleeve is almost identical. Gold pants, white, you know, dark, dark numbers. I'm, I'm afraid of that. I'll, I'll picture him on, there. like, the Raiders or something. I agree. You can't do it. Yeah, you need that in between. And then once you've pictured Brett Favre in a different jersey, it's like, okay, now this makes a little bit more sense. I mean, that's an absolute revenge fuck for Brett Favre to go to a division rival team. That is that is pretty funny. I mean, I'm glad that team lost in the uh, NFC Championship because that would have been really hard to watch. But Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was really funny. So we've got the Super Bowl this weekend. Toilet is... Uh been so kind as to host myself and several of our friends um, yeah masked unmasked vaxxed ready to relax kissing on the mouth and moon landing <laughs> everything's on the table the only thing that's going to be dangerous about this is the amount of sodium that we're about to consume in a very short period of time yeah just to well, prime us to watch some football that's why I think we're starting at three. So you kind oh. of, you can kind of get started with the apps. So I've got some lighter apps. You know, we got the charcuterie that's coming out. So if you want to just stick to like some meats, cheeses, uh, I made some various hummuses, a veggie tray, kind of get mm-hmm. a nice little base layer of, all right, I've done some like snacking. I've done some light grazing. I've got a little, a little roughage with like a little, like one piece of broccoli and like a couple carrot sticks thrown yes. in there. Yeah. 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 It's like, like... Oh, I ate a color today. I ate something that was green and something that was orange and it wasn't a Cheeto. <laughs> so, um, something blue, like a blue Taki is just ready to go right on top of that. So now I'm going to start with the kind of the heavier hors d'oeuvres. Love eating something blue in order to get like a mix of like visual colors in there. Something (laughs) very, very natural, like a blue Taki. Like a blue Uh, Taki. Blue Takis and blue waffles. Something that's the color of the the Tennessee Titans jersey is something that (laughs) I feel like eating and putting in my body prior to watching football. Yeah, exactly. So during that, I feel like those are the pre-game, um, the pre-game food situation is kind of the lighter to heavier hors d'oeuvres, kind of scaling your way up. While also, I would say I usually start with the more crafty, higher ABV uh, beverage. Would you agree with that, or do you kind of start with the Miller Lights and then work your way up in ABV as the as the night goes on? Well, I also have to like tease this out a little bit too because I'm going to be driving. So like uh, yes. like a three to nine party when you're driving, there's a couple of strategies that you could go for. Yeah. Um, one that I'm sort of fond of is having three beers immediately. Okay. Like having three beers in the first hour, then switching yep. to water. And then maybe having another one at the halftime show. Oh, okay. So you like you're just like getting some Miller Lights in, like kind of just getting some shots up right away, just to kind of get get the rhythm of the night, kind of see get yourself warmed up, so you're well lubricated for whatever is to come next. Well, trying to catch a buzz early so that 
you can like get that feeling like you're having fun having some drinks while everybody's arriving you're getting excited it's like we're ready for the game <laughs> and then it's like i feel like i can drink whatever i want without necessarily needing to worry about like i'm gonna need to get behind the wheel of the car soon because sure. i've got six hours to you know to work it off a little bit that's a good point so so you're doing that buzz so we're planning on getting together around three o'clock so you've got that buzz achieved by four you're riding high about five kickoffs at 5 30 so you kind of put yourself in the perfect spot yeah exactly and then okay. one solid like one miller light in the second half and then like a cup of tea or a caffeinated beverage before you go home so now here here's here's a pro move so a lot of people are gonna say oh you should probably eat like the main course at halftime like that's yeah. the largest break in the action that is the most time, you know, everyone's, you know, going to the bathroom, moving around, changing seats, whatever. I say you serve the meal after the first quarter. Yeah, I, I wouldn't 100% agree with that. Now, the reason for that is the first quarter of the game is going to be a lot of people talking during the first quarter. Because yeah. they're going to be commenting on basically everything. You're going to be looking for the stupid orange vanilla Coke guys. You're going to be yeah. like making fun of the announcers. You're going to obviously be wanting to see, like, who's going to take control of the game early. You know, you're still relatively sober. So that is going to kind of happen during the first quarter. Then that first quarter break, that's the time to serve the food and get people going so that you can actually sit in a little bit of more silence and enjoy quarter two. And when the teams are kind of in the rhythm then, and you're going to actually be able to pay attention to the action more, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I think, too during the first quarter what you want people doing is that you want people like snacking a little bit yeah i feel like if you serve food immediately at like serve a main course immediately at the beginning of the first quarter people are going to be sleeping by the third quarter so we're, mm. we're trying to avoid that sure and, and also like right at the beginning of something i feel like people have this compulsion to just like eat as much as possible Yes. Like the, like the snacks at the movie theater thing. Yeah. Like I, I finished the popcorn or the candy by the time the previews are over. Same. Yeah. I, I have no self-control whatsoever. Um, so I think kind of scaling that way and letting all the guests know like, hey, light hors d'oeuvres are coming. Heavy hors d'oeuvres are coming. Food's going to be served at the end of the first quarter. People can then start to pace themselves for then when halftime rolls around and you're ready for that bathroom break, you're prepared for, all right, am I returning to the food? Am I returning to the snacks? You know, am I getting that next beer or whatever? Because I, as a child of the 90s, am conditioned to watch the halftime show at the, in my 31 years, there have been two breasts exposed True. in 31 years. So there's a one in 31 chance in my <laughs> lifetime that I might see some breasts at the halftime show. What's... So I'm going to sit in what is ultimately probably going to be a confusing or somewhat disappointing, sometimes funny, but also possibly pornographic. What's funny is that the when Janet Jackson's nipple was exposed during the halftime show, I was watching the Super Bowl with my dad, but instead of watching the halftime show, we were playing Call of Duty. Oh. instead on, on the on like the ps1 or something like that or maybe the ps2 very sick do you know which which edition it was one of the ones where it was like they were still doing world war ii it might have been like the original call of duty actually 
this may have been the absolute most dudes rock moment of all time. Son hanging out with his father, watching football, pausing to play v- video games, flipping the TV back on, thinking that the halftime show is wrapping up and then seeing your first breast with your dad. That could have been like an all time story. It, it could have been. We totally missed it. And the, this was the day before Twitter, too. So it, it was like, OK, we're back to this football game. Nothing yeah. of import happened during the halftime show. We're, nope. we're, we're good to go. We're just going to move on. Yeah. And then you just had your friends at school describing it to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 11 year olds trying to describe their first breast. 11 year olds trying to describe their first breast that was flashed very quickly. And wasn't she wearing like some sort of like elaborate piece of jewelry on it, too, where there was like a sun like around it? I don't know if there was like a pasty that was actually ripped off like a sticker. I feel like that would be kind of uncomfortable if you had like one or two little baby hairs coming out of your areola. And then for that, like, oh, yeah, like I'll basically just in general. Yeah, in general, hair or no hair, that would be not pleasant. Um, So, yeah, I think we've got I mean, at this point, we're in our early 30s, like we're kind of pros of the Super Bowl. I think we've kind of got this all figured out. You know that everyone is leaving close to like the second after the game is over, which is okay. So you kind of front load everything. Because, yeah. you know, like once that game's kind of decided, you're going to stay to the end. We're going to watch the mask Singer right We're going to want, yeah, you know, you're going to see all those mask Singer ads. Oh, my God, I cannot wait to see what the terrible show is that they're going to promote this time. I wonder um, what NBC be... has has dialed up for us. It might be like the last episode of This Is Us happens after the Super Bowl oh, or something like that. this was us. This was us. Oh, like, my they might, God. They might finally just do it and kill off all of them. Remember the years when they did... Uh, office episodes after the super bowl yeah that was actually the coolest thing of all time i remember they premiered american dad after the super bowl once and that kind of fell flat or like people had like really high expectations of it and it was just kind of like um but yeah last year or i guess it was two years ago we stuck around to watch an episode of the masked singer which was premiering after the super bowl we were like Mm -hmm. What is going on here? Like, this is the stupidest thing of all time. And yet we still all sat around and watched it for 45 minutes. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes if it's so bad, it's like able to be made fun of. Like that in itself is enough to get the eyeballs on it. But um, generally, I would prefer to watch television that's actually good. Um, So hopefully MVC is following up on that. But I am glad that we're getting an NBC year because... This is of all the bro- the primetime broadcasts we could get. Uh, Passive aggressive Troy Aikman would be, you know, probably one of my first choices. But uh, I'm totally fine with Alan Chris. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I think that we need a little Alan Chris in this one too. I yeah. think, you know, I don't think anybody would have expected these two teams, and not to discredit the Rams and the Bengals, but I feel like. It's not the number one best matchup that we could have gotten for the Super Bowl. I think that sort of Bills Chiefs was the best matchup overall. And Mm -hmm. if you dial it up a number of different ways, you might have picked different teams from the NFC and AFC to be in the Super Bowl. So letting Alan Chris do it, you know, they're not going to talk about Joe Shiesty or anything directly, but I feel like they're going to, like, you know, have a little fun with it. Al's the best. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. I think, like you said, like, I'm hoping we get a good game. Um, I don't know if you want to actually get into the nuts and bolts of some uh, analysis of what we think actually might happen. But 
Um, I think when you've got like a team that no one really cares about in the Rams and a small market team that people rabidly care about, like the Bengals, um, you kind of lean on the announcers a little bit, given the, the Bengals have kind of been irrelevant for most of our lifetimes um, to kind of, you know, give some context and some, um, you know, give, give some hype to a situation that, you know, like last year, Chiefs, Bucks, pretty much needed no hype whatsoever. You could just yeah. have no commentary whatsoever and a bunch of people would tune in. Like Tom so. Brady, Pat Mahomes, like Tom Easy. Brady, one one last ride apparently, you know, his, oh, yeah. his last Super Bowl, um, Pat Mahomes. So, yeah, um, I don't really want to get into analysis of the game because, like, we're just a couple of dudes who cares, but I would like to get into some analysis of some of the uh, exotic props, something that we're oh, bringing back from last year. Beautiful. So we've got some uh, game props here. You know, there are some where, you know, it's just basically a coin flip, like which team will score last in the game. What will be the first scoring play of the game? Pass or run? Um, I I think what will be the first offensive play is always an interesting one because it really starts to set the tone for the game. Okay. Okay. Like, Like if a team like dials up a big downfield pass on first down in the first play of the Super Bowl... Feel like that's always a good one, Toilet. What do you have for uh, first play in the game? Let's say the the Bengals get it. You know, you oh. got a suspect offensive line. What what are you uh, what are you scheming up in the first play of the game? If I'm being honest, I think that the the Rams the the Bengals totally went to a super conservative attack on offense last week in that AFC Championship game. I think because in part of how the offensive line played against the Titans with giving up nine sacks. So I am, I would say nine times out of 10, the likelihood is the Bengals are going to go with a run because they're, a, they don't really want to put Joe Burrow in a situation where he has to, you know, drop back the, the least amount of times as possible. And I think they're going to kind of lean on a heavy play action game. So yeah, Aaron I, I think it's going to be in his face the entire game. Yeah. I think they're just, they're, they're better off just kind of like pass setting Aaron Donald and making him come, eight yards up the field every play and then just running behind the space where he is vacated because they just can't block him. So you might as well not even bother and just try to avoid him at all costs and kind just of build to, total matador offensive line. Like, look, we get it. You're good. We're, we're just not going to bother anymore. That that's the old adage is offensive line. Like if you find a guy, you can't block, you try to read him or trap him or run away from him. So they're <laughs> going to try and do all three. I bet. Can I, can I ask you a totally unrelated question? Is your mug from Neiman Marcus? What what is the, the logo on the bottom of that mug? This is from Neiman Marcus. Is that a thing? What does that mean? Neiman Marcus is like one of the most expensive department stores. That mug probably um, costs sixty dollars. So this mug was given to me by my sister, and it had a plant in it. Okay. And it was a nice plant, but I killed it. And then I was mm. like, well, it's still a mug. So I'm just going to dump this stuff out and drink out of it. Cause it's a really nice big mug. It's one of my favorite mugs. Um, so yeah, it's probably a very expensive mug if it's from a department store. Not, uh, not just any faves. department store, like a very, very expensive department store. Okay, That's cool. That's a place what? where you go to get $4,000 shoes. This is effortless class from your boy toilet here. We only spend it on the nicest porcelain. Absolutely. In the hat that says drink gin. Drink gin, baby. Right out of the toilet. Make it in the toilet. Drink it out of the toilet. Okay. So next we've got the coin toss. Okay. What are we going with the coin toss? I mean, you're never 
I, I can go to my grave knowing that Tails never fails. And if the coin doesn't show Tails, it's the coin's fault. So, yes. you know, you're going to get teased relentlessly if you if you don't pick Tails and it doesn't hit. Do you think it's time to standardize the coin in the NFL? Like use like use one kind of coin instead of like, here's the Super Bowl logo on one time and the Chili's yes. logo on the other. Thank yes, you, exactly. Chili's. Exactly. I think it should be tails and then the head side should be an ad and then they do like a really forced awkward like you know whatever the branding like the pepsi halftime show coin toss for the yeah beginning sponsored of the by yeah exactly like I, I think you should just pump it full of ads and then the other side is tails so everyone's like rooting against the corporate machine and you're always rooting for tails that's good uh gatorade <laughs> I, I love that idea. Thank you. <laughs> and I feel like as a player, if you pick heads, you're automatically dooming your team. Yeah, you're 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 telling on yourself as a huge nerd. Um, Gatorade shower. We've got orange, oh. red, lime, clear, blue, and purple. Okay, well, I know we said we were not going to get into analysis, but I would love to see the analytics. I feel like this is. I always go with clear because I'm like, oh, well, there's probably got to be a water on the sideline. And I'd rather go with water than go with, you know, one of the colors and get the color wrong. Because I feel like you got a better chance of getting right if it's clear or not. But I would love to see the numbers of like number like is does it match? The, people are like, oh, well, the, this team is this color. So, um, you yeah. know, oh, the, it's, it's orange. The, yeah, orange <laughs> it's like a bet on the Bengals yeah. to win. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think orange, red, and yellow are the most likely because Gatorade produces the most of those for like cooler size sort of like batches. Okay. With, with like the powder and stuff. A blue or a purple, you know, that, that's a little flashy in my opinion. If you got purple Gatorade on the sideline, it's like a West Coast offense. Sort of like, it's like a little like, I don't know, a little too cute. If you're pulling, you know, fierce purple Gatorade on the sidelines. Do you get the spectrum or do you have to pick like a dead on color? Like you get blue, you don't get like blue purple. I think that you can tell. You can tell. Okay. So you I don't like, know. Do you think that there's that much leeway between the colors of Gatorade? Like if they have I, like a light red, like if it's a little undermixed, the people are going to be like, "Oh, that's actually orange." That's watermelon, that's pink. <laughs> yeah. I want my I want my money back. Yeah. Um I yeah, that's one I feel like is just it's so hard to predict that I would never actually wager money on that alone. Um, so I, I might be out on that prop specifically. Okay. Uh, U.S. National Anthem. It's brisk this year. It's over under one minute, 36 seconds. Wait, what? I thought it's always around two minutes. Well, they've got an un well, relatively unknown quantity doing it. Maybe somebody who isn't going to like super duper vamp it. So they've got a low over under on it. And this is one of those ones where people are going to be sitting outside of the stadium with a stopwatch as they're doing dress rehearsal today. Oh, perfect. Um, I feel like I err on the side of unders because people get nervous and they sing a little bit faster. Mm. That, that logic makes sense when I hear it. But now when I say it, I'm like, but maybe they're nervous. So they go even slower to calm themselves down. Yeah, they they so. do and they do it a cappella too. So they can really set their own pace. 
Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no music keeping the beat there. Um but I do feel like for a lot of, you know, it's that's obviously a huge star that they're that they're choosing to do it. Do we know who's doing it this year? Um I looked it up yesterday because I was surprised at the over under. Okay. Um cuz maybe if it's like oh not like a huge star, but like a, a relatively unknown star. Maybe it's like, oh, okay, maybe this yeah. is their chance to. It's uh, Mickey Guyton. Okay, it's a name I've not heard of. So yeah, maybe then I would say, okay, person I haven't heard of, maybe it's going to be over because they're going to kind of ham it up a little bit. But that's so incredibly low. I feel like you have to go high. You have to go over. Yeah, over under set at one minute, 38 seconds at even money. Okay. Yeah. My gut is saying over. My gut is also saying over. The anthem okay. went over twice, or went over two minutes twice in the 1990s, but went over six times in the 2010s. And that's yeah, over the two-minute mark, not one minute, 36 seconds. I feel like it's always, like, late 150s, and I always hit over. So for it to be 130, like, maybe this person has just got an insane pace. They're, they're going to wrap it. <laughs> <laughs> spoken word it just like get through it as fast as possible ladies and gentlemen even though he's canadian william shatner to do the <laughs> national anthem oh say can can you see <laughs> i can see we're all seeing <laughs> i love it <laughs> any other props you dig uh, will Eminem make a political statement during the halftime show? Oh. Yo, solidarity with all the Canadian truckers. Keep the line. Hold the blockade. <laughs> Is he known as like a political activist? I didn't know that about Eminem. Um, I think recently, because he's sort of made like some like very like milquetoast anti-Trump statements. Uh. But among his like biggest fans that obviously that that is heresy buzz cut white guys all around the nation wept tears when eminem was like yo we got a dang orange in the office one time (laughs) (laughs) um i i did not know this about eminem so i i would err on the side of no i feel like that's so tightly regulated it's like if he even started to go off script they would just cut the mic yeah I just want to get real with you for a couple seconds. They've got these <laughs> vaccines, and they're like nothing. <laughs> uh, will Snoop Dogg smoke on stage? No, oh, no, he no, he won't. I I really don't think he will. That would yeah. be hilarious if he did. That's akin like they might they might as well pass the joint around if they're gonna allow Snoop to smoke on stage. Yeah, during the halftime show of the Super Bowl, like I think Snoop is smart enough to be like, this is no. not the time. Yeah, like I'm gonna keep cash. The checks. after party when people yeah. are paying customers to like specifically see me in yeah, and there are no children here at a bar. Okay, but if he comes off as just like the fun kind of stoned uncle here. He's in commercials for the rest of his life yeah for everything yeah that's a big no no. i would heavily wager on no i would heavily wager on no he as a as a you know lifetime get the bag guy he's not gonna fumble the bag here yes he's not exactly right well put will a fan run onto the field during the game no will a player propose to his or his girlfriend after the game 
I feel like that's rarer than we think. Yeah, it happened once, I think, during that Boise State game. and that That's was, the only like one the I only can time. even think of, yeah. So big, big no on that. Um, and then, uh, you know, MVP. Okay, so if we're going to get into slight analysis, I think the Bengals' offensive line is clearly sus. So my gut is saying Aaron Donald, Von Miller, low flow. Low Leonard flow. Floyd, that would be that would be Maybe. a hell the hell of a come up for him. You get the little Von Miller, you know, Super Bowl MVP repeat because he did it a couple of years ago with dominating. I mean, that's kind of what I see happening as I see the Rams defense just shellacking no, the Bengals. No Cooper Cup. Wait. Oh, uh oh. I think I mean Matt Stafford is gonna do how many doy doy things in this game? At one, least one. At, at least, least one. one horrible pick horrible so stupid i think he had one in the nfc championship game that was just straight up dropped by yeah Jaquiski tart which was a very a, Matt a great name by the way great name a delicious a name. it sounds delicious i will it have sounds... the Jaquiski tart please yeah i would i would definitely would too i would have if he caught that um yeah he's gonna do at least one incredibly stupid thing but i think the over under is two and a half interceptions for Stafford no don't, no like so oh, stupid. like oh, yeah stupid plays you know whatever you know doesn't doesn't run out of bounds you know th- throws it to a guy who is going to get murdered immediately and fumble it or like yeah. tackled in bounds and the clock runs out like he's going to do a couple very like you know you can't get the Lions stink off of you in one season like do you think Joe Burrow wears like a stupid hat to go to the Super Bowl? Like, is he going to come in with like an outfit to get people talking? Or do you think it's going to be don't like think so. after like his like sunglasses and chain mode in the playoffs, he's going to come in like a hoodie? I think he's like he's in the spot where he he does the one absolutely outrageous element of accessory to his outfit. And that's it. So I think. Like maybe he does like just the hoodie sweatsuit, but he's got like crazy shoes on or he's got like the ridiculous chain popping through or, you know, I I would bet heavily that he's got one insane accessory that he's rocking, but it's not going to be completely like, you know, he's not wearing the Cam Newton hat thing that was viral (laughs) a couple years ago. Like he's not. That's exactly what I was thinking. It was Cam Newton's hat. Like his uh, man in the big yellow hat hat. Yeah, I don't I don't see that happen. The Jalen Hurts like yellow suit, which was dope, but also like, you know, if you show up wearing an outfit like that, like you gotta win. So Yeah. It's it's really hard to give, you know, your uh your post game like losers press conference wearing like your big stupid hat or your like skyline chili thirty six inch chain. <laughs> totally agree. Like an entire like diamond bedazzled can of skyline chili around your neck it's been be a sick. long time since like the kevin durant backpack press conferences huh yeah, yeah it's a long time what was that like 2010 i think we were in college era? yeah yeah okay long time that was a, that was a long time ago i feel like he would never pull that shit anymore or russ no. with the glasses russ maybe God. he needs glasses maybe that's his problem he's maybe like that is wild problem. thing in major league where he can't see the hoop and that's the only thing that it needs to to 
to totally change the Lakers season. God, I'm not ready to talk about basketball yet. Every time we check in on the Lakers, it's like Russ throwing one off the shot clock. <laughs> <laughs> like unguarded. Uh, I looking mean, forward I'm forward to seeing you though, buddy. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I, I would predict Rams win uh, not easily, but comfortably, maybe by seven. That's kind of what I see happening. Uh, Bengals come back late. They got a high-powered offense. Rams give up an easy one, but yeah. that's kind of what I see. I don't know, man. I can't if, – if this was a regular season game for whatever reason, I guess if the AFC North was playing the NFC West, I would be like, this is a stay-away game. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I can't make heads or tails of it. Like, I, I don't know who's going to do what. And, like, you can't bet against the Bengals right now. Because yeah. it's like they're going to get shit-canned by the Chiefs, or yeah. at least, and they were getting shit-canned by the Chiefs until it's like, oh, actually, we're going to like allow three offensive yards in the second half and totally I think shut them down. This is a game of irrational confidence from the Bengals versus actual confidence from the Rams. Versus short king Napoleon energy from Sean McVay. Short king ripped energy from Sean McVay. Redemption story, Sean McVay. Um, yeah, Sean McVay in, in the coaching matchup, like I, I couldn't even form an opinion about Zach Taylor. They literally know nothing no, about nothing. the guy. Um, and then with Sean McVay, it's like, all right, the last time he was in the Super Bowl, he scored three points. Yeah, that's tough. And in the NFC championship game, he burned like all of his timeouts and all of his challenges in the first like three minutes of the half. Well, so, that's also Stafford doing stupid things too. Staff, you're doing stupid things. So there are more things working against the Rams, I think. So Rams, higher ceiling, lower floor. Bengals, higher floor, lower ceiling, in my yep. opinion. So mm-hmm. I think the Rams have enough experience and confidence where they're going to figure it out and pull it out. But the magical story of the Bengals, who knows? Could keep it going. Regardless, we're going to have buffalo chicken mac and cheese coming out of our ears oh, by the end God of the game. Bless. I have uh, Tums, too. Maybe I should just put the Tums out as like an appetizer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If anybody uh, wants a, a, a nice A nice Tums yeah. before we consume all of that, that salt and delicious hot sauce. Uh, speaking of pacing ourselves, how do you feel about a quick five-minute break? The coffee would, is starting to hit. I would love a quick five minute break. Okay, let's let's uh let's jazz it's been a while since we've taken a break, but let's get yeah, some I jazz know. music from the people. Great. <laughs> so I was uh walking home from Starbucks this morning and yeah. I, I just saw something that, you know, just like a little thing that warmed my heart a little bit living in chicago there like there are no rules in terms of what you can put out to like get thrown in the trash okay. like you can put anything out back and you don't have to call them or anything you could just like put Person. it on the curb and yeah you put body out there <laughs> i mean you know chicago so yeah yeah murder capital bang bang <laughs> bang bang um, we, we throw the bodies in the trash. We've got so many. Um, and, you know, you see the guys out there, you know, they're usually like big dudes who are like chucking mattresses over their heads into the back of the truck and like throwing these like insanely heavy uh, bins into the back. And I just saw today 
on, on like strapped to one of the garbage trucks a, a wee broom and dustpan to sweep up like some of the detritus that might fall on the ground in the alley and i was like that seems very gentle and kind compared to my typical experience with what garbage truck drivers are doing. That is a juxtaposition I was not prepared for. Um, I did watch, I don't know if you follow chaos TikToks on Twitter. Um, it's a great follow. Highly recommend. Um, I saw a trash. I don't know what it's called when it like basically moves the back of the truck to compact all of the trash and kind of trash. It's like a big it. trash compactor. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of squeezes it all together in order to, um, you know, make room for more trash. And um, it, someone threw something out that was 95% liquid, like a 55 gallon drum of straight up liquid <laughs> jungle juice. <laughs> and when they contracted it, it just spilled the most disgusting looking liquid all over the road and it made me audibly gag it was so <laughs> off-putting and disgusting um the the sanitation engineers in our society fucking hats off to you we have labor day for everyone i feel like the dirty jobs folks should get their own day what do we, you think? we should have a day where we celebrate garbage collectors absolutely yeah, they just need their own day. Like, God bless these people who are willing to do these disgusting things in order to make our lives better. Also, everybody should get that day off, too. I, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Just as like, like a sign Labor of day? appreciation. Yeah, like Labor, Labor day. Labor Day should be like a straight up, like, go to a park or like whatever. But just like literally do not go anywhere. Do not expect anything of anyone else. Do not labor at all. Well, uh, don't even give birth. Yes, not allowed. Um, it's a no labor day for pregnant women. But I mean, here in Chicago, they're literally cleaning up these streets with a broom and dustpan. In in February. <laughs> in February, block by block. Um, I had a follow up here. Um, I was in the great city of Chicago a couple weeks ago talking to um some of our friends about um the culture of parking on the streets of chicago in the months of january february and march and yeah. i know i don't need to explain this to you but to any of our listeners who have <clears throat> uh never tried to park a car on a side street of chicago or any cold weather city in the months of january february march it is it is a Western film. It is a <laughs> total lawlessness. Absolutely. It is insane. Like the, we just made a joke about the crime in Chicago. I feel like the most necessary tool besides the skill to parallel park is a handgun. If you want to try and park anywhere <laughs> in the city of Chicago, because to, to ward off the people who are going to write you a parking ticket. Yeah. Are you going to try? Are you going to try? <laughs> Like pull out the toolie, clack clack. So we, so here's the whole story. We were going up there on a Saturday, and they said, "Hey, it just snowed overnight. Make sure you bring a shovel." And uh, Twilight and I just kind of laughed, like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." And then they followed up. They're like, "No, seriously, like you need to bring a shovel yeah. because you need to dig out your own spot." And I, I, I was appalled. I have never been in this situation before. I guess where I've never driven to the city on 
you know, a wintry uh, morning. Yeah. And they were right. We had to uh, basically the areas, the, the six feet closest to the curb um, are just uh, covered in snow, you know, not international not water. Yeah, yeah. They're not plowed. They're covered in like months and months of months of snow, melt, garbage, snow, leaves. melt, garbage, dog shit. Dog like, shit. The, like, the, like the leaves from November never left. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're yeah. still there. Yes. So I like we find we finally find a spot. I hop out of the car with uh, my shovel and I'm just going to town as fast yeah. as I possibly can. Right. And like you're not even getting the bottom third layer because no. it, that's not coming off until May. That's just staying there until like it's consistently over 50 degrees. My car was frozen to the ground, like not able to move for the entire month of February last year. And it I was just, just like, I, it, it's just staying there. We're just marooned. We are. We're, we this we is are where marooned. We are. we are. We're getting our groceries via Instacart. We're not going to the suburbs. Like the, the car is stuck there. You know how it felt to be a frontiersman when it's like, oh, we're down a horse. We literally cannot go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, this wagon so, train ain't moving, pal. <laughs> so we finally dig out and we're able to like parallel park and get the car in there. And we're just kind of like chatting with, you know, the people we came to visit like, oh, no, we would have come out and helped you. And I was like, you know, it was like five minutes. It really wasn't that bad. But, you know, I just had never had to do that before. And then they're like, yeah, people get pretty defensive about their spots. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? They're like, well, there's people who like, you know, out in front of their apartment complex, they'll like try to keep it nice. They'll shovel, they'll salt, like they'll kind of try to keep an area nice because they want to be able to consistently park there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what do they do when they like go to work or go to the grocery store or something? They're like, well, they try to put out cones or they try to put out chairs. Um, but it, it's really like a dibs culture. Like there's some neighborhoods that are super aggressive about it. Yeah. And there's some that are it's like definitely very unequal. Okay. So can you kind of talk to that, that piece of it? Because it's something that I have never eaten. The dibs culture in Chicago streets is, is insane. Yeah. Well, like you said, dibs is, Dibs culture is like supposed to be a reward for your work. Like I I put my back into shoveling out this spot. So I feel like I should be able to park here, particularly like if it's out in front of your house. Personally, I think dibs is stupid. And I think it, it, it definitely depends on the neighborhood too. Some are like very, very into dibs and will respect it. Some places people will just move your shit. It's like, you you don't own this. This is like a public street. Like you you yeah. don't get like an assigned spot. If you're so damn concerned about it, like pay for a garage. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I personally cannot dibs my car because I don't park anywhere close to my house because I don't pay for a Chicago City sticker. So I can't like dibs a spot out in front of the church near my house because they'll just move it. And I'm not going to mm. dibs a spot that's like four blocks away. Mm-hmm. I'm not like walking around with like cones, but the best one that I have seen, because like obviously you're trying to do something that people aren't going to move, um, is the guy who put a nativity scene in the in his parking spot because nice. nobody's going to move baby Jesus to nope. <laughs> to steal their spot. Also, the person who put like a satanic summoning circle in the parking spot, so nice. opposite sides of the spectrum. Like, yep. are you really going to tempt the devil by moving this like pentagram <laughs> with like melted candles all around it? Um, <laughs> they actually just announced 
a couple days ago that they were going to come around and just like move any like dibs markers. So they're going to like okay. come around with a garbage truck, take the chairs, take your cones, take whatever and toss it in the back. I mean, to me, I, I'm not a silly city dweller, so I'm sure your opinion carries a lot more weight than mine. But if I'm willing to like, it's in front of my apartment, I'm going to shovel it. I'm going to salt it. And maybe I'm even going to do like a couple more on the, on the block to kind of like help out the neighbors. Be Nobody's neighborly, doing like, a couple more though. Nobody's that's going what I, out there okay. with a snowblower and like digging out somebody else's car. Like occasionally people will do that with the sidewalks where they'll do a couple sidewalks and a nice thing to do, but nobody's like, yeah, the guy on the block over yeah. who does the entire block. It's, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. King shit. Um, but nobody's doing that with cars. Nobody's like, well, I got my car out. And I don't need to be like there for, I, I guess I bought myself another 20 minutes, so I'm going to dig out another car. Yeah. No way, dude. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I mean, I want to respect the grind for the people who are out there shoveling and salting and try to keep the streets nice. But I think, like you said, it's better if it's just, it's better if it's just the Wild West and everyone is for themselves. And If everybody digs out and doesn't put out dibs, then we're fine. Like the same general, like the same amount of cars are coming and going, mm -hmm. except for like some of the trucks that come in throughout the day. And mm -hmm. like there are church services on Sunday that we need kind of need to deal with. But I don't know, man. It's like it's it's street parking. You're not yeah. paying for it. So sometimes like you're not going to be able to get the exact spot you wanted. Sometimes you're people are going to take your dibs spot. Deal with it. Deal with it. I guess that's that's the virtue is here. its only uh, its own reward. Like dig out a spot and get a spot in return. It's like <laughs> leave a penny, take a penny, but you kind of need to put some work into it. Yeah. Uh, along with cars, um, who the fuck pays for a car wash in the months of January, February, March? Like who the fuck is doing that? Dude, is it I, just stepdads? I thought, yeah, it is. It's definitely stepdads. One hundred percent. Stepdads and divorced dads of America who want to keep their car clean. That's who's going to car washes in January and February. Twilight told me that she's like, my dad told me that me and my brother had to come to Christmas with a car that had just been through the car wash or we would have the to leave. Salt and is go gonna, to it. Salt is going to rust it. I, I think part of it was like a dad thing. Like, oh, we, you know, the salt is going to rust it, whatever. But then the other part of it was I. it's like a status thing. Of mm -hmm. like, well, I need the I need the rest of the family to know that we can afford to have clean cars. And yeah. like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, like, it's so like obviously if your car is like falling apart and like covered in salt and shit, it's like okay, like maybe we can help you out and get you a new vehicle. But if it's just like a regular dirty car, like who are you trying I, to impress? Clean's I was not thinking coming about over. it the other day because I was running errands last Saturday. And I passed by a couple car washes and I was like, oh, you know, like it's been a while and maybe I'll get my car washed. And I thought like, Luke, you street park your car like you're about to drive this thing into a snowbank in order to park it. Like there's no way. What are, what are you doing, pal? We're not going to no spend way. even five bucks getting like a gas station car wash at this point. Yeah. I mean, I if you're like. I, the, the reason I thought of it was because I was at a one of those car wash gas station combos where it's like, well, if you get a car wash, it's like basically free when you buy your gas or whatever. And I'm like, OK, yeah. I guess that is one situation where you might consider it. But the line was wrapped around the building because everyone was to take advantage of the, the car wash thing. And I'm like, I would just forego the car wash and drive home. I don't think it's worth waiting longer than 30 seconds because 
I want a car, a clean car that badly that is going to be clean for maybe l- probably less than a week, probably like four days. It's it's one of those places I think maybe where it's like an oasis in 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 our current society. Like when you go into that car wash, you know your cell phone reception kind of dies down. Maybe oh, okay. you're out alone running errands, and it's the only place where like your bitch wife can't nag you. Ah, uh, you've so you've uncovered it. This a car wash is therapy for stepdads and divorced yes. dads. Yeah, instead of going to therapy. 100%. Or seeking help, they just get get the car, get the car cleaned. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. All right, we figured it out. Sorry. I also Anything love a I, I love a free vacuum too. I, I love the places that have free vacuums. I will go and get a car wash just to use the. Well, obviously, then it's not free, but like as opposed to needing to put quarters into some vacuum. The vacuuming out of a car, I can get behind because that's the part of the car that I am in that I experience more than looking at the outside of my. I'm looking at the outside of my car right now because we're talking about it and my car yeah. looks dirty, which is funny. But um, the inside vacuum, at least, can get behind a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, I will wash my car like the first warm weekend we get in March where it's like above 50 degrees. I'll go out and I'll wash my car, but it's with the uh, soap that I bought at the at the Menards. So. Yeah, I mean, for usually at the beginning of like spring, when I think like, okay, it's April 1st, we're even if we do get snow again, they're not going to salt the streets again. I will go out and hand wash my car. Nice. And I don't have a hose. So I've just got two buckets out there and uh, I'm cleaning my car. Absolute mad lad. I want to be like one of those guys who. I don't know, just goes out and cleans his car in the middle of like a public street on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Got his jean shorts and his Daisy Dukes on and he's just wiping down his sedan. Nothing to see here. My neighbors got really upset. The cheerleaders said that they wanted to clean cars. <laughs> I, I'm just the guy who's hiring them, okay? I'm a job creator. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right, you want to hit one of your topics this week? I feel like I hit a lot of mine. Well, we did, we did an extended uh, section on the Super Bowl and garbage trucks. Well, I guess that's true. And you've got way more, so so let's do it. Okay, um, here's the thing. You have a guest bedroom in your house. I have a guest bedroom in my house. I'm I'm technically in it right now. It's not really serving as a bedroom at the moment. More like well, this. That my point was a guest bedroom is just kind of a shittier version of what your bedroom used to be. Like as a child? Um, well, I guess like in in my experience, a guest bedroom is just like, here's the mattress I used to use. Here's the bedspread oh. I used to use. Here's the furniture I used to use because I get the nice stuff. Here is yeah. the shitty. Here is like walking into a time machine and like, oh, this is like. This brings me back to five or six years ago when I slept on this shittier mattress and I'm such a better person now, but it's good enough for my guests to sleep on, you know, once every couple months. But yeah, uh, I just kind of had that idea like, oh, it's kind of like hopping in the time machine and, and looking into the past. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's so funny that you mentioned that because it, it definitely does become like a clearinghouse. It's like the, the last step for the furniture in your house. Yeah. is like in the guest bedroom and after that it's going to goodwill 
it's going a good way. Yeah, so it's kind of that, that in between of like, oh, is this nice enough to stay in my house, or do I want this not in my house anymore, and I should bring it to uh, <laughs> bring it to a donation center. How can you tell if a mattress is bad? Um, I think it based on your night's sleep. So like Toilette's been complaining a lot lately that she's not able to sleep through the entire night. So in my opinion, that means it's time to upgrade the mattress. Um, I think I'm generally moving towards wanting a firmer mattress as I'm getting a little bit older. That's probably the oldest sentence I've ever put together in my life. No, but, I've um, always preferred a firm mattress. Yeah. Soft mattresses hurt my back. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I have this ottoman in the middle of my living room right now, and I actually, not to spoil another topic, but threw out my back last week. Oh, and it was did? the only. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Oh, fuck, dude. Why didn't you tell us? Well, I, I, I would have sent you some Grubhub or something. No, I'll, I'll get to it. It's in my, uh, it's in a future topic, but um, it, this is like a much firmer. It's like the perfect balance of firm and soft. And that's when I was like, I feel like it's time for me. Like, Twilight and I are thinking of moving in together. I'm hoping that between my mattress and her two mattresses, we can outfit the, t- the guest bedrooms and we can get ourselves maybe a nice new mattress. Yeah. Kind of move down, move up the chain where these mattresses are now guest bed, Nick guest beds. Yeah. And then we're getting ourselves a nice new mattress. So um, I'm hoping that we get there soon. I have my grandma's old mattress and I've been using the same mattress for like eight years I'm, de- I'm i'm definitely way overdue for a new mattress okay so there's the toppers that people seem to really like that are obviously less expensive than yeah getting a brand new mattress if money is an issue but dog um, bedding is so expensive in general bedding i went is to so kohl's expensive. to buy new pillows and i didn't get like top of the line shit but you know I, i'm at a kohl's and they had pillows that cost like 350 bucks no way for a pillow no yeah way. there's yeah. no way yeah dude no yeah like some of the memory foam shit is so expensive but with cole's cash that's like what 26 dollars <laughs> yeah for cole's cash i was entering in my uh parents number just to get like the cole's discount and i accidentally yeah. entered the wrong number and it still just worked <laughs> <laughs> someone got all those got all those points siphoned off of them yeah He's so pissed. Um, yeah, bedding bedding is the wild west. I actually bought one of those compacted mattresses, the memory foam ones. Yeah, um, that my uh, sister had bidet had for a little bit, and she really liked it. So she ended up taking it with her when she moved out. Um, so I think that might be something worth exploring. But are you a hot sleeper? Because I've heard they run they they're very warm. So in the I'm summer, a, months, I'm a hot sleeper. I do run very very hot, especially okay. at night. Ladies. So you might not enjoy I'm, that. I'm the as hottest much? sleeper in the world. I wouldn't get a memory foam mattress. Okay. I don't like them very much. Okay. I didn't really even get to use it much um, because I bought it as soon as I moved in to put it in the guest bed, and then I never got to use it. So that would be an example of where I outfitted the guest bedroom nicer than my own for a little bit because I wanted to be able to have the choice between the two. Maybe now that I'm just like outfitting it for myself, maybe instead of a bed, I'm just going to have a hammock in the master bedroom. Yes. <laughs> Do it yes. like the, the captain's quarters. <laughs> Hammocks take up a lot of space, though. So you got to have uh, you got to have the right setup to make sure that it's going to it's going to work. Bring um, some poor girl homes like, would you like to join me in in this in this hammock? <laughs> it's really easy to get into and incredibly difficult to get out of. It really supports your entire neck and back. Don't be surprised when you're just stooped over like like a banana when you wake up in the morning because you haven't been <laughs> able to straighten your back the entire night. 
you're gonna have to the only way to get out of it is to actually tip yourself off onto the ground so (laughs) enjoy that experience on the ground a mattress that perfect (laughs) catch your fall there you go your old one that's from your guest bed yes um i mentioned this uh as it came up organically but i did throw my back out i threw my back out on my birthday um oh my god so my birthday this year was me throwing my back out and crawling army crawling and crawling on all fours around my house uh, in order to find a comfortable position, uh, contemplating calling 911, um, ev- eventually being able to take steroids and seek a little bit of relief uh, How later in the day, um, laying down flat in an MRI machine. That, so is, I had gone, that is perverse irony to get an so, MRI and throwing out your back while you're getting the MRI. <laughs> so in my infinite wisdom, I said, uh, yeah, I will schedule the MRI on my birthday. That's the most convenient day for me that week to actually have an MRI. Um, I did it at 7 a.m. So I had to wake up early oh uh, in God. order to get to the facility on time and check in and do all that. Um, and I finally got myself onto the table. And if you've ever had an MRI before, it's basically a very cold room and you're laying incredibly still for between 30 to 60 minutes. And at the end of that time, uh, my back had sufficiently seized up to the point where I was unable to sit up without the assistance of another person. So you're is is throwing out your back different than back spasms? Um, I've never really had a back what I would describe as a back spasm. Um, what I had was my back felt so stiff and in so much pain that if I wasn't completely vertical and not moving, I was in probably a pain level of six or seven out of 10. Oh, we're getting to the really frowny faces when we're talking about that kind of pain level. Yeah. So it was more than just like the flat line. It was like, I am, I'm uncomfortable. Um, so holding the position, I think, just maybe helped that last disc slip out of place or that last bulging disc to, like, totally bulge. interrupt bulge even bulge. more. Yeah. And disrupt my nervous system and pinch a nerve that, like, totally threw me out of out of commission. So uh, usually the, the remedy is to kind of get some movement going to try and yeah. get, you know, try and work those discs back to where they're supposed to be. Um, and so I tried to go to work. Um, and I was just going to kind of grit and bear it for the next eight hours and then go home and lay down like the saddest 31 year old on the planet. Um, and I wasn't even able to do that. So I ended up driving myself home. Uh, I laid down for about two hours and then I tried to make myself a salad in the oh, kitchen. Yeah. And then healthy, I healthy birthday lunch. I, I slightly leaned over to try and get the salad out of the refrigerator. And then I had to freeze in that position. <laughs> And I had incredible pain, shortness of breath. Uh, It was it was excruciating. Um, I I had to hold that pose for about 15 minutes until I was able to gain my composure to kind of work myself to the floor and then crawl back to the living room. Um, In which case, I was able to get a hold of my primary care. They called in the order for the steroid and that eventually um, got me back to normal. But did you get it um, delivered? No, uh, Twilight picked it up for me. Oh, God bless that's her. Very, that's very kind of her. Yeah, so I had to wait for her to get off of work, get up to the pharmacy. She was coming up anyway because it was my birthday. Um, so I, I was really, 
I was able to lay completely still for, you know, four hours playing Le- Pokemon Legends Arceus. Shout out. <laughs> One of the greatest games of all time. Girl, you know I, I, I. Girl, you know I, I, I. Threw my back out on my birthday. <laughs> so that that entire story leads me to last year on my 30th birthday, I got a parking ticket out front out in front of my own house, which I own. So <laughs> with with a city sticker in my windshield. Um, but I still got a parking ticket outside of my own house. Um, so I was wondering so if you came little... by and it's like, here's an errand for you. Here's just something annoying that you have to deal with. Here, here's thirty dollars. That thirty dollars you just got from your aunt, you can just hand that right over here to the to the village of the northwest suburbs. Um, so my birthdays have been generally terrible in the last couple of years. Uh, the one before that was the last time we had a Super Bowl party, so that was kind of nice. So it's been a while since I've had an enjoyable birthday. I can't relate. I'm I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> my last birthday, I went to Miami. It was it was really fun. Do not have a birthday in February is my is my uh, advice to listeners. I think I'm going to adopt my half birthday. August first will be my new well, actual what, birthday. What sucks is that you you kind of had a primo setup where you love football. Yeah. And like more more oftentimes, like the Super Bowl would land on your birthday or within yep. like two to three days of your birthday. Yep. So we would have a built-in birthday celebration for toilet and do the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now the Super Bowl is on Valentine's Day, which like we're just going to need to figure out how that works as a society moving forward. Yeah, that's like not great timing. Like at least my partner enjoys football, so she will always want to watch the Super Bowl. Um, But for all of the homies out there um, whose partners don't really care much for five hours of uh of, of football um it might not be the most romantic way to spend valentine's day at least if it falls this way i will get afc nfc championship weekend valentine's which is still day with football. the boys <laughs> but if my weekend my birthday weekend is the weekend of the goddamn pro bowl i i might just walk into traffic like that is the last straw i yeah. will just have to start celebrating it around the afc nfc championship because that's all i have left I think adopting your half birthday is kind of interesting. There isn't anything going on like broadly at the beginning of August, but yeah. it's like the summer. So it's like, yeah. it's like Christmas in July. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. It's a, it's a great time of year to have a party. Everyone probably had a party 4th of July, but it always comes up where, you know, you're with one group of friends. Maybe you're with your college friends one year, you're with your friends from home or you're on a family vacation or with your partner or whatever. And then a month goes by. You still got that summer vibes going real strong. You can see Labor Day is coming up in September, but it's kind of still that dead zone for at least me as a teacher. It's I've the got dog days off. of summer. Dog days of summer. You know, it's a great time to get together with that other group of people that you haven't seen maybe in a couple months. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we should throw a day party for your 31st and a half birthday. Yeah, I think at that point, hopefully Twilight and I will have moved into a new house. We will have settled in. We will have, you know, completely moved in, ready to go. That might be kind of our little housewarming 31 and a half uh, turn up extravaganza. That's what kind of what I'm hoping for. Mark your calendar. And like you'll have completely ripped out all of the drywall in your future house. There's yep. going to be no counters in the kitchen. Yep. We'll have shiplap everywhere. Uh, <laughs> everything will be painted white, but we actually won't have any appliances or anything like that. We'll just be kind of camping in the basement while the rest <laughs> of the house is still getting set up. So 
you're gonna love it we'll just be outside so you just need to be inside to use the bathroom basically i, I just, just pee outside I, yeah pee outside it's fine be outside toilet toilet's not in yet I just uh, met with my stepsister to go over the home buying process because I'm also in the market. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. Market is hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Well, not really right now, but it's heating up. Oh, you know, well, it's, it's still it's February. It's very hot in the suburbs. We are, I mean, things are going on the market. And then, like, there's one that we were going to go see today that got listed yesterday, and they're already accepting best and final offers by noon. Sweet. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm 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 doing it too, and it's just like complicated, man. There's like there's like terms that I've heard that I don't understand. That I was just like asking, like, what is a closing cost? Should I be? Is that something that I should be aware of? <laughs> well, luckily, as a buyer, uh, yeah, that's what that's what I learned. Costs. You don't have to so pay anything nice. in closing costs. <laughs> yeah, because you are the the seller is the one who's closing for some reason. Not you. Are 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 you ready for the worst podcast ever, where we just both talk about like the home buying process? The home buying process. Well, honestly, like it's very intimidating for someone who's never done it before, and even as someone who has done it once, I still don't really understand it. So I think a two dudes in their thirties explaining to other people like the basic highlights of what to be looking for in the home buying process will probably help some people. So what have you learned so far that you think would be a helpful tip? I, I don't know, man, uh, that as, uh, as a Illinois resident, like you can get credits for the prior year's property taxes and pro rata, um, current year's property taxes. And that's included, like you don't have to bring that cash to the table. Yeah, but typically the seller will co- cover all that stuff before uh, you have to take it over, which is kind of nice. Yeah. So that, you, sweet. you get a benefit on the buying end, but then when you sell, that's kind of when you get you get dinged. I'm going to make one of those like explainer TikToks, like POV, yes. you're, you're buying a condo in Chicago. Oh, yes. I went with my realtor to an open house. Such beautiful tile. <laughs> I'm that's- signing... I'm creating an escrow account. So financial. <laughs> uh, speaking of financial, I found a dollar on the ground a couple weeks ago, and I don't know how many more times it's going to happen in my life. That was a fucking uh, exhilarating moment for me. That is that that honestly makes up for throwing your back out and scheduling an MRI on your birthday. Totally agree. Uh, totally agree. It's like, you know, the universe sort of evens out. Yeah. Sometimes you throw your back out on your birthday, but sometimes you bend over and you're able to pick up a dollar. What did you spend that dollar on? I I still have it. So that's the thing is I want to spend it on something like fun for toilet, you know, like upgrade that coffee from the the regular iced to the cold brew, you know, like invest that in something for me. I think like you need to hit village thrift or like one of the good thrift stores and find like what is the best thing that I can get for this dollar? That's a good point. Shout out to Community Thrift. Community in, Thrift. Uh, community Thrift in uh, Dundee, I think. I think it's in Carpentersville. Carpentersville. Um, probably the best thrift store of the Northwest suburbs. Just the coolest, most random shit. I uh, found that giraffe shirt again. I thought I had lost oh it or God. given it away. I found it again. Thrifting in high school and college was one of the absolute highlights of my life. Just finding the most insane merchandise that was ever created and buying it for like 69 cents is just a Maybe feeling that's what that I'll do with replicated. my day today. Like I'm going to go for a run probably here. Okay. 
And then I I don't know. I'm going to a comedy show tonight, and uh, maybe I'll just go to a thrift store today. It's been forever since I've done that. If you can make your way to a Salvation Army, uh, they typically do 69-cent Saturdays. So whatever color of the oh, week is next I up on the chart. Oh, I actually need to drop stuff off. So maybe I will just hit up the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army in Lincoln Park is also one of the greatest thrift stores on the planet. Yeah, maybe I'll just hit up that. That's a great call toilet. Fuck we yeah. are making money moves today. We're going to need to get a recap next next time we record. I almost said next week, but we don't record every week. We would like to, but uh, <laughs> we you know, can't I, figure that I, out. I, I came in like two weeks ago and saying, like, I'm committed to recording <laughs> every week again. And then every Tuesday, it's like my in-laws are coming. Zach's in-laws have visited him like six out of eight weeks so far in 2022 yeah for whatever reason they seem to really like the guy i don't i don't really see it myself <laughs> but you know good shout out good on them taking a minute good on them well, we got anything else buddy um you know i think that's a good a, a nice little bow uh on the episode this week um i do have some good stuff but i can always save that for the next couple um we want to leave a little bit of meat on the bone to get the people coming back absolutely um, so enjoy the Super Bowl if this comes out in time. Uh, maybe you're listening. I, oh, to this I'm gonna ep- I'm gonna do this today. Okay, so you're listening to this before the Super Bowl, and if you're not, the team name won, and it was the score of number to number. So maybe you can just add that in a post if you want to. Uh, Congratulations to all the lifelong Los Angeles Rams fans. Yep, you guys you deserve stuck it. around. You you deserve it. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm rooting for a good game. Number one, I'm rooting for everyone to have fun. Yes. No injuries, Um, no injuries. I don't even want to know the names of the refs. I'm hoping that it's like a clean game. Like I don't even recognize that the refs are on the field at all because they aren't the ones deciding what happens. Um, but just a great game. It's been a great postseason. The first weekend was fucking terrible. Like every game was a fucking yeah. blowout, and it sucked. But mm-hmm. the last, uh, the last two weekends were great weekends of football. So I'm hoping for the same. I'm rooting for absolute chaos. Oh, I you are. The, okay. I, I hope the lights go out again. Okay. I hope a ref makes an absolutely boneheaded call. Okay. We need we need some social currency to come out of the Super Bowl. You know, you need something to talk about. With your coworkers on Monday. I want it to be so boring. All we're talking about is orange vanilla Coke. Orange vanilla Coke. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have some stupid ads, I'm sure, to talk about uh, next time around. Do we? Do you have any insider info? Any uh, any ad information? Um, I think Crypto.com is doing a pretty big buy, which is like... Fortune favors sweet. the bold. Fortune favors the bold. I think they did an analysis where the price of Bitcoin has gone down like 33% since that first ad with Matt Damon aired, which is hilarious. Yeah, sad for Ricky Wysocki. He took his two his quarter million dollar signing bonus and put it all into Bitcoin. So the poor guy is struggling right now, but we're rooting for you, Rick. Say, same thing with Odell Beckham Jr., where I think he's only going to net like $37,000 out of Yikes. his deal with the Rams. Sad. It's like they play in the crypto center. Oh, no, that's the Lakers now. Yikes. It's like a dang society taking out all our staples, putting in cryptos. (laughs) We're moving the staples from life and replacing them with doges. Can't I can't crypto two sheets of paper together. (laughs) 
All right, later, buddy. <laughs> All right, bye. Love you. Call your mother. I was crossing the snowfields in front of the Capitol building. It was Christmas, and I was alone. Strange city, strangers for friends, and I was broke. As the carolons sang its song, I dreamt of success. I would be the best. I would make my folks proud. I would be happy. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened. Yes, there are nods in my direction. Clap of hands, a knowing smile. But still.